You're listening to an emergency pod from the 11th hour, a rancid podcast. I am Sam Mellencon of Debacle Records. I am Brad Rose of Foxy Digitalis. And each week we normally pick a song and listen to it and talk about all our complicated feelings. Today's a little different, much like, I mean, this is becoming a normal I know. thing for us. It's like which our is second one of, in a couple weeks here. It's kind of crazy, kind of the renaissance of Tim, but like... Um, the Timisance, if you will. The Timisance. I th- I actually think that's an interesting. We might have coined a thing. Um, so, uh, Armstrongisance. Uh, no, it's got to uh, be Timisance. It rhymes. Come I, on. Know. I was just trying to. I'm just trying to steal me. my thunder here. Come on. <laughs> I'm just you know punching up. Uh, no, so obvious. So it's April 18th where we're recording this and we're actually going to get out today. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Brad, for editing this. Uh, so, um, today, tomorrow never comes the title track for, from the new album never comes new album that's out on June 2nd, uh, dropped and we haven't talked about it. We've listened to it a few times. The little promo video has come out. A lot of information about the album just dropped this morning as well. So we kind of, We've never had this experience where a completely new, true rancid song came out. We had this sort of um, experience of out of nowhere, the Bad Optics slash Doom Regulator. God, Bad Optics is such a better band name. Um, it's a bummer. But that when that came out, it was such just an a joy, you know, joyous thing because right. it was like, oh my god, they're back together. Right. It's a really cool rock steady song. The possibilities are endless, and it was kind of. There was no anticipation to that, right? Yeah. So this one's a little different. This one, I have a, I have a question for you, which is, um, let me frame this in a way. Okay. There's, you know how, like, the problem of, like, holidays, especially holidays where you're, there's a specific thing you're supposed to feel? Like, I use Valentine's as the classic example of, like, you better be ready to make out with your partner and have a big dinner or you failed Valentine. You know what I mean? Like there's sort of this, like, like there's these sort of prescribed things that like are kind of bodily and like hormonal and all these things that like are like cyclical in your brain. And it's like, if it doesn't match up to the moment of the mo of the thing, or like, you know, sometimes it's like you plan a vacation for whatever. And then like, you're just on a down cycle mentally, physically, hormonally or whatever. And you're out on vacation and you're like, why am I not, I put all this, you know, you're always worried that like you're not going to be ready for the vacation or like there's sort of these things where like an anticipated thing has a prescribed feeling you want to have and it doesn't, you're not ready to match up. So my question to you is because it is dark and it snowed a little this morning and it's April 18th in Seattle, it was 37 degrees this morning and it's been like this for weeks (laughs) Okay. It's not a really like happy, fun time in Seattle right now. Like I'm, I'm tired, and like, so like a, a bouncy pop punk song or like kind of thrashy song might, you know, I'm in an okay mood. You know, a bunch of fun things are kind of happening today. Other things, so I'm trying to kind of be positive. But like when a new song comes out and there's all this, like we have a podcast about it. Like we're sort of skeptical of all new rancid stuff. Like. Just what's your baseline mood today when you were coming into the new song? Just to like give people an understanding of like where are you at, where am I at before we like even talk about the song. 
Sure. I think that's a big part of it with with anticipated things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah. I think it was yesterday. I think I told you I was like, "Oh, geez, I forgot this is actually happening." Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm kind of it's it's a weird week here because uh, my Eden, my wife, is on a work trip, so I'm in like solo dad zone, which is fine. It's a lot of your brain, though, right? Right. Like, yeah. It just so picks I, up a lot. It just yeah, and it and and there's some other stuff going on that's just like. I feel very, like, you know, I mean, I think the fact that I forgot about this until... That says a lot. Yeah. And so, it's an interesting thing, too, with, like, I'm I, there's this sort of, like, split personality existence thing happening where, you know, with so much of my experience of Rancid and is tied back to a time. And... Yeah. And back then, like new album announcements and things like that were this huge deal. Mm-hmm. And and so there's part of me like that wants this to be a huge deal, and it is to an extent because of this podcast and yeah. because of. But also album announcements these like in 2023 for me anyway. I mean, and especially when I think about my day-to-day experience with music and I'm, you know, with like experimental music and I'm getting promo emails. Like, it's just not, it's a non-event for me. Like, album announcements, I don't barely register as a thing for me anymore, which is kind of sad. But, <laughs> um, and so, like yesterday when I remember this, I've been, I've been trying to hype myself up to be, yeah, yeah exactly. M- be excited about the, like, I mean, it's not that I'm not, but I'm also... But it's kind of that thing of like you feel like you should yes, be yes yes because and, we have the podcast because it's new ranted and you want to give it a fair shake because it's like it's better if we like it than if we don't on some level or at least that we're intrigued by it intrigued right. is probably a better yeah, word yeah right? yeah yeah um, then if we like kind of go meh I don't even have good or bad feelings about it right and like that's the worst outcome right yeah um so but yeah. Sorry, do you have more? I'm, no, I'm no, no, no. That's about. I mean, it's yeah. I'm. It's just. I'm. I'm. <laughs> it's so like, not in the front of my mind, and it just hasn't been because you know when we recorded, which no one's even heard yet because it doesn't come out for, yeah, for to, a couple another weeks. week and a half. But like when we recorded, so, so sneak preview here, we recorded the episode that's it's episode fifty two, so it'll be out a week from Friday. The email for this literally came through while we were recording the pod. Yeah. And we were like, holy shit. So you'll hear all that. And in that moment, it was like, for me, that was the moment, weirdly. Uh, And I think part of that, honestly, that was so exciting was that we kind of experienced it together because we were... Yeah, it was cool that we were on on the phone with each other. Like, yeah. we were really, like, doing it, the pod in the it, moment when it... Yeah, and it really... That really kind of pulled me back to that time when, you know, I think... It's like you would have called your friend up and been like, right. Hey, man, yeah, I got this thing. I saw it in the magazine. I saw it in AP or whatever. You right, know what I mean? like, like, I remember... I still remember when In Utero got announced, like... Oh, yeah. And, cool. I mean, it was... I mean, it was you know 
How did in utero roll out? Did they was that like an MTV exclusive? Yeah, it, I think it's it was the be, right? it was the like a, I, it was the uh, like world premiere of the heart shaped box video. Okay, and, yeah, yeah, and and I remember like calling my friend and being like, oh my, and we just and we talked and it, I mean it was like we it was you know our own personal podcast. We talked about the video. We talked. We were just and um and like to be fair, that was I mean God, I still that's like one of my favorite songs ever and all these things but i mean it was like it was such a moment and it was and th- and that kind of happened back then you know i mean like the yeah. same kind of thing when um bullet with butterfly wings uh, came out yeah, and yeah. and melancholy and it was just like holy shit and it's a double album and it's oh my god oh my god and and yeah and it, like the world just doesn't work that way anymore <laughs> no, I mean the devaluation of of music is is both I think kind of an amazing thing, important thing, and also we miss sort of these things. And yeah. rants it's interesting because it's like it is a '90s act, yeah. But they've like kind of tarnished their brand in a way that like I'm trying to think of other bands that were really important to me that kind of have kind of in a silly way, but like if Rage showed up and had a good new album or something, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think of things that are very of the time that, that sort of have fallen off. And it's like, it's like, would I still be stoked the way I was in 99 right. when something got announced? And it was like, oh my God, you know, like even like Nine Inch Nails announcing something these days, is kind of like, yep, that's another billionth thing from that guy. Like, it's just, it's just as time goes on. I know, I'm trying to think. It's a lot less precious. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm really trying to think of, of what, is, yeah, I mean, like when I think for Radiohead fans, like when the Smile thing got announced, it kind of felt like that. Like, oh, this like side project band band from these guys like coming yeah. very soon. I bet like for them that was like the closest I can think of of like kind of like holy shit. I mean, for us, like the thing that has felt the most like that to me for sure has been the Bad Optics Doom Regulator song kind of coming out of nowhere and kind of sounding like it could be on a given the boot cd from 95 like like there's something about that like opening up that space for i've actually got a really weird one that this one this is another thing about so and and a lot of this was because of the moment and it was early in the pandemic and it was like spring 2020 and but so um I'm a really big Charlie XCX fan. I fucking love Charlie oh, yeah, XCX. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and when she and and I can't and I think the Charlie album had just come out semi recently, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. it was like it, in the pan, she was like, "I'm going to record a new album like in the next month because I'm stuck in L.A. and I can't do anything, and we're going to make an album." And and she did, and like and and there and kind of part of it was. You know, again, we're all. It was the world was on fire, and nobody knew what was going on. It was like, holy shit, okay. Uh, but you kind of went along for the ride. But that was like, I had this. And wasn't it like super documented and like people, yeah, yeah, and she, like st- stuff for yes, her? And it like, was this, yeah, it was this super. And and I remember too because she would, and she was very like transparent about a lot of it. Yeah, um, yeah. And it was like, oh, um, uh, God, what's the fucking PC music guy's name? I can't even think of it. Yeah, Cook. The, like oh he yeah, sent me a Cook, and, yeah. and uh the dude from 100 gex sent me a beat and and it was like and then and you would hear she would do like lot like instagram live where you would hear part yeah. of it and hear it and it was 
like that was really cool and exciting. But part of that was because it was so different and it was like you were part of the experience. But it was yeah. still, it was one of the few things that honestly captured that feeling for me in the last long while. It's such an interesting thing because that is such a now postmodern version of what right. we're talking about. Because the other one is, oh, they they emerge from the shadows and there's this thing coming and I I have this I have this made up vision of what it might be in my head. And I'm excited for it and. And what you're describing is like it's being crafted in front of me. Yeah. And I can see what it's going to be like, which is kind of how everything happens now. Is like it happens in public. You know what I mean? Like, yep. and it and it isn't like people are allowed to go like sit on a record for two years and and all these things. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. But anyway, like, <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the song. So I I have I have so because I had that sort of feeling of like I. I don't know if I have the right dopamine at this moment because it sure. actually showed up like I got a ping as I was like going to bed last night that it was up and I was like, well, I guess I'll just listen to this. You know, and the big thing I've tried to do is listen to it a few a bunch of times to kind of wear off the like yeah, newness mm-hmm. and just go like, OK, get, let me get past like any initial knee jerk because knee jerk's not very useful to me. You know what I mean? Like knee jerk to troublemaker was like it was fine, but not that good. Right. Like right. so like I I. I I did that a bunch and I'm also sort of trying to frame like what are my general takeaways because there's a pretty obvious like they picked this song for a reason it's obviously Mm -hmm. the first song on the album and it's got all three of them I think that's the other reason it's Mm -hmm. it's such a Tim move of like there's a unity to all three of them being on it um I want to, I want to, this maybe be, we should play a little piece we didn't really have a good place to drop in a piece but let's play a piece right now but then I want to predict what, <laughs> what we you fit. think. Okay. About and, it. You can predict for, what I okay. think if you want to, but like I think you have a more obvious thing that, about it. So, oh, okay. uh, in my mind. Uh, so, <laughs> All right, let's play let's it play and, then, for, let's and then you it. can yeah. give your prediction. Yeah. me were taken by it feeling kind of first two records in the first few moments like it kind of had that tim whoa tim's 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 back like there's a like a let's go rats in the hallway sort of vibe uh i have three reviews but uh, but i don't know how to roll this out the big thing is i think you're having a really hard time getting over the map takes over (laughs) the chorus and it kind of ruins it for you fair i i mean i don't know if i'd go so far to say it ruins it for me but i have i'm i'm it not brings a fan. it down a notch yes. i i even i would say that because i think he's kind of pitchy in a way that like it isn't even I just you don't like the timbre of his voice he doesn't really fit that part I think it, very well i think it pulls you out of the song it's like recorded weird and yeah. i think they wanted him to have a third vocal part when really that should have just been Lars's part. Right. 
Like, I think, yeah, I think that absolutely should have been Lars's part. It just feels like they're like, no, Matt should sing this part. Because yeah. Matt's been singing a lot more in his own band. And like, like it, and it, it is kind of the motorhead part of the song. So like, that's been Matt's thing recently. So like, I get it. But like, I can, I basically have an overall review of the song and then like three small reviews uh-huh. of the song. And it's almost like by, by person, you know what I mean? And the biggest truth is, I think any negative feelings you have generally about the song probably come from the fact that like the Matt part feels forced because Tim was like, well, we should have all three of us on it. You know, like it had that feeling of we should have all three of us where naturally like on life won't wait. They would have just had Lars sing the Matt. It feels very, yeah. And it, and it feels very much like, I mean, and this is because it's, you know, it's rancid, but it's, it's a very Tim thing. Yes. Like, I don't it think feels it, like it wasn't like Matt going like, oh, I wanted to, you know, or I, sh- I, it feels very much like a Tim thing. I think Matt would be like, why aren't we all three singing that part? Like, why yeah. isn't that a harmony too? Like, that was the other thing that confused me. It's like, why is it one dude singing that? That part is, feels like a gang vocal. Yeah. And instead it's just one guy kind of pitching in and out. And what's weird is like, I kind of enjoyed the fact that it's kind of weirdly pitchy, like in that, like, well, they didn't sit around auto tuning it, I guess, but like, I don't know if it's really pitchy, but like, there's something about it where it just doesn't sit right. Yeah, um, I well, and part of, like I can, I can, I feel like I can hear Lars doing that. Yeah, and and it, I, and it would kind of it would be it'd be good. Like, cause that, be that's good. like Lars's wheelhouse is that very, you know, like, that cause it'd be a little like more melodic and it would, yeah, which yeah. I think would, which I think would add to the song generally because of like, cause it is kind of just this thrashy song and right. like that would have been more anthemic if Lars, or just if all three of them were doing like a big harmony there, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, right. And I think that, I think the song needs that cause it's like, okay. But I, uh, so I, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what there's much to guess what I think otherwise of the song. But that was my one thing I would wanted to predict is that, like, even I'm sort of saying, like, I'm a Matt defender. Apologist. <laughs> apologist a little bit. And there's definitely some Matt songs that I truly love. And, like... But even uh, this was, like, a bridge even too this far. Was like, it just didn't, it didn't sit. It yeah. didn't make sense. Like so a lot of times, they they kind of form Matt songs around Matt's vocals, you know, and this just didn't sit, and it didn't seem like he was, especially because I think here's sorry, I tell me if there's something you want to say. No, I feel ahead. like I'm no. doing a little bit of a no, uh, ramble, but like my 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 initial take is I really am impressed with Tim on this song. I I think that this is a very enlivened early records rhythmically interesting none of the lyrics are that good but it's a first track sort of like yell at the sky being angry sort of first track blood clot you know like mm-hmm. I don't really mind it and it doesn't have it has a little bit more poetry and a lot less like we're tough guys we're here we're talking about very mund- in a mundane sort of annoying way the way like they kind of got lost in the woods so I was like at least if they're going to do it, they're doing it in a slightly more interesting way. So I didn't trigger completely my tough guy, we're still here right. thing as much. They were doing it in a more, again, like kind of more troublemaker-y way. Yeah. Like, it feels like a real, like, follow-on from this is not the end, to be honest. Like, it's yeah. kind of a funny, 
follow <laughs> on from that. Um, and then I actually really think if you it, like the the core structure of the song is quite good. Like let's go first album. Yeah. maker with a little bit of like bad religion or something going on inside of it. Mm, yeah. It's very rancid. It's, I think it's out of all of those things. It's the most kind of rant. It's like rancid 93. If Lars was in the band. Sort of. I do think that like some of the vocal stuff really, really reminds me of let's go, but that's splitting yeah. hairs, right? Like right. That's, I mean, that's, they're, right. Yeah. Those are right next to each other. It, in a but way, like, let's go t- is Rancid '93 with Lars. With Lars, exactly. So hey. <laughs> I guess we're saying the same thing. Uh, we're saying the same thing. I just think that, like, I haven't heard Tim be as aggressive. He seems very engaged. Like he's. It's not. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like this is a really good performance. Like in studio performance from Tim. I think. So yeah. Now, like my overall take is, I totally agree with that. I think. And it's the thing that gives me the most uh, cautious. I don't want to say optimism. I don't want to go that far. But like cautious <laughs> hope is how dialed in Tim seems. Because you know we talked about. I, I can't remember which one of our readers was sent it, sent in the email, but it was basically like it. If, if if Tim is locked in, rancid, it's good. When Tim is off in the fucking wilderness, rancid is not good. And this makes me hopeful-ish <laughs> that Tim is, like, dialed in. But I also am, like, the song, honestly, like, it's okay. It I, is I don't, okay. I don't, I, don't, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Like you were saying, like, the worst take is it's like, eh. I'm in, it's like, I'm kind of in a, eh, but... Tim is Tim I sounds really good, and his performance Tim sounds is really good. really really good. His performance is really good. The lyrics are more inspired for being a tough guy, kind of like aggressive, just kick the door down, first track, rancid track, yeah. than they've done in a long time. Um, yeah. The other thing that I think is a little weird is Lars is really going for it. Like, there's a little like thing he does with tomorrow. Where I don't think he would have done where he really is trying to lean in the 70s, 80s rock thing a little bit. And yeah, like, I think Lars is trying to lean into that a fair amount on this song. Even the like guitar solo part. Like, yeah, that was my he... next thing. Uh, like, 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 I like that it isn't just 93 or 2000. Like, there's a little thrashy 80s thing going on on this, on this track that like, I wouldn't mind if that kind of carried through. Um, yeah. And again, like that, as much as I was like, I don't even know, I would maybe like Life Will Wait vocals more, you know, I really enjoyed hearing it was a sign again of like the troublemaker thing of like, Lars finally doesn't give a fuck, you know, like, absolutely. And so while it wasn't my favorite, I was like, I don't know if that's the take I would have, you know, used. There was also a big helping of, but man, it's cool to hear him try this stuff, you know, like, Again, it's a little bit of like very meta. It's like either you like it or you don't, but it's like I like it for that reason. Right. Um, which is like, I don't know. That's God, fandom's so weird. But, um, <laughs> but like the absolute truth is the Tim parts, the main bursting out the gate part of this song, and like it's a pretty short song, 
and the main verses with him spitting pretty hard and like going pretty hard i actually think you're like that gives me really big hope of like yeah it seems like tim is reinvigorated in a way like that even troublemaker felt relaxed well this right. doesn't feel very relaxed like is this the a little bit more of the 2000 to the you know like like is this a little bit more of the it seems like it's a little bit more of a nuts and bolts record kind that's of that's the hope right like that's the best outcome right is that and, we just get this like really rough and tumble quick and so, album and so the other thing like so yeah my other thought was cuz so you know we've talked many times about how there are elements of indestructible <laughs> that are like holdovers from 2000 yeah and those, and how that record could have gone a very different way and so like my <laughs> So this this doesn't feel like it's two thousand ish, but it feels like it's it's kind of it's like the, there's part of me that's like okay this is this could go that direction if like and this is before I saw any of the album info, which the album info gives me more hope too. It does, um, yeah. We'll talk but, about that in a moment, but yeah. But it's like I was like okay, because you know I was indes- what was the first song off of Indestructible they released? Was it Indestructible? I can't. I think remember. it was fall back down. So oh enough. well, fuck all that shit. Um, but you know, like I'm thinking about uh, Indestruct because I didn't. I wasn't paying attention. I just heard the whole album. So the first yeah, thing I heard was, yeah. was the you know, um, or think if I heard Ivory Coast or something, I'd been like, oh fuck, okay, here we go. And then you hear the rest of it, it's like fuck. So like, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this. I've completely lost. No, it. no. I think I know where you're going in terms oh, of right. like this. This could, could be what that we kind of wanted from that. Right, or or it could just like it could be they we get this and then the rest of it is this you know not this oh one hundred percent it's a but bunch of like saw, interrupters but, songs you know right yeah, but exactly. then okay so then the album info is it sixteen tracks and it's twenty nine minutes long it's the shortest rancid album by like f- both track list I think and yes like multiple uh, sub sub two minute most songs are sub two minutes a couple of them are sub one minute. And so that really gives you the Rancid 2000 vibe, the sort of very minimal packaging, which we'll talk about. Um, all of that gives me this feeling of like, they just went in and they're just kind of ripping. And that worked for them before. I would say like like early Rancid 2000 yeah. and this, like that is all good. The, it's funny you brought up Indestructible because the thing that really tipped me over on this song, especially the the part I like, you know, like the, I like the, the, um, the the solo I like that kind of thrashy bridge they do where they kind of do mm-hmm. the they hit the the chord kind of like the loop almost a little bit and then they gotta go out um, all of that all the parts I like all the highs of the song I was thinking about it and I was like this instantly would be the best song on Indestructible yeah and that really like made me go mm-hmm. yeah. Go back. The, okay, those the Matt, parts, the Matt vocals. I know this is what pause. I'm saying. You're gonna have a really hard time with the Matt vocals, <laughs> and I, I do too. And that, that, that might take it down a notch for you because if, La- like if Lars or they did a, if they did a group vocal yes. on the Tomorrow Never Comes, you know, if yes, they did this a big would be the best song on the tomorrow, indestructible. Yes, right. And that means, I mean, that yeah. already has shot that up pretty far up the pantheon yeah. of like the last 20 years. Ranted. Yeah. No, I, yeah, you, this has been an adventure. I've kind of, like, I'll be honest, the first time I listened to it, I was kind of like, 
Yeah, yeah. But, like, think about the first time you listen to any, like, modern, like, anything on Troublemaker, right. too, right? Like, like in general, these we're talking about kind of, like, a band we shouldn't like. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I think, I think yeah. there's a lot to, like, there's a lot about the layers of processing here. You know what I mean? And, like, sure. it doesn't mean that we're, like, making up our, fan, our enjoyment of it. It's just... Also, context. I, I mean, I'm sure this is not a song we're ever going to listen to by itself past June second. You know what I mean? Like, right. Right. you know, it's gonna it's gonna be so based on what are the next two songs. You know what I mean? If the next two songs really turn into a great classic Tim first three songs thing, you know what I mean? That's he's yeah. really into that. Then I think we're going to be really stoked. You know what I mean? Like, if there's a let me go, you know, level song in here. If there's you know, like this just feels like the obvious first track to introduce you because it's kind of like. Yeah, you know, like he, they would have picked this no even if they've got a "Let Me Go" or a "Roots oh, yeah, Radical" they're... sitting on this album, they would have started with this song no matter what. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like it right. just—it's such an obvious intro to this record. Even I can tell already. You know, right from their is it formula. The fir- is it the first track? I it's don't the remember. first track. Okay, okay. It's the first track. It's the title track. It's got all three of them on it. There's no way Tim doesn't take that as like he built that. He planned right. that this will right. be the first track everybody here like it's the title track like he he's so much a um you know like the presentation and the plan and the again the like musical theaterness of it like this is the overture you know what i mean like th- this is his this is you know like even again if there's a perfect little pop song from them on there the way let me go and some of these other tracks have been He's not going to start with that. He's going to start with this because it's the right thing to do, quote unquote, in his head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so um, I'm not saying there is, you know, I'm not even hoping that there is, to be honest, because Troublemaker was good kind of because it didn't have a perfect song on it. You know, like it just right. had a bunch of fun songs on it. Um, And I, I'm hoping they're kind of not trying to do that. But like, I don't know, like. I don't want to make any promises like I'm totally <laughs> way more excited for Doom Regulator but like my arc was, oh okay, fine. Uh, I don't like the Matt thing. Oh Lars's vocals a little weird. But then I went like, you know, as a package, this thing's pretty good. You know what I mean? And like, uh, this is a whole lot better than a lot of hard. Like they haven't been this heavy in a long time. They haven't been this like thrashy in a really long time. So like, right. If that's a portent of like where this is going, like I'm on board. At the very least, I'm like, it's not honors all we know. It's not we're still here. Whatever the fucking song from um, Roll the Dice. <laughs> what the fuck is that's the is that the name of that album? What's the name of the of um, Domino's Fall? What's yeah. the name of the stupid song on that? Like it's not they're not leaning into that as much. What's the name of the stupid song that like you get to say? <laughs> okay, <sorry>. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the bad single that that is of that ilk. Uh, anyways. Oh, apparently, apparently, Rancid '93 also had 16 tracks. Just so. oh, okay, okay, but it it's was, longer it's thir- by a, it's 34 minutes. Yeah, okay, by a little bit. Okay, yeah. So this is like, and this is the second longest song on the album, as far as I can tell. Yeah, yeah, I, so you're I'm right. Being, I'm just looking at the track list and last one to die is the song I'm trying. I had to, I had to go oh. figure that out. Oh. Like, it doesn't have that vibe. It's got more of the troublemaker vibe, but it's like an angrier shorter troublemaker sign me up like i'm I, yeah. i'm in for that you know like i'm not saying i'm gonna put this up in the echelons of rancid but like if that's the best we can hope for from a 
2023 album that comes out while we're doing this podcast, which, by the way, this podcast has a finite time, right. you know? <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> like, we're doing pretty good. We got a Doom Regulator album coming. We got this, I know. Like, like... We've added a year to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, I mean, so it's... Those are my high highs right now around this, around, like, there's a lot to be hopeful about. I think you're you're hopeful versus like optim. I'm not even optimistic. I'm just yeah. hopeful. Yeah, no, I think, I think you're right there. Yeah, I think so too. And you know, thinking about it, like, um, yeah, like they, if if this is you know like an album of this is not the end. And yeah, basically like, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know what's like. What's another one of the short? What's ones? another kind of thrashy short? fun kind of Molly that. make up your mind was it kind of, i'm just yeah, trying to a little think bit of that you know, and i like, could also see like um all american uh, neighborhood maybe yeah or like django all the way back to django yeah django you know? ivory coast i mean yeah you know like i'm i'm trying to not think of the top tier stuff but stuff that i'd like like totally fine yeah. like a little bit they've still got their rock and roll thing that they can't get out of they're never going to be the clash sounding thing again i think is what we were talking about recently like for some reason that's like completely kind of gone away the like british rock the british like punk rockism and they've really just kind of gone in this like the the bands we like are kiss acdc motorhead <laughs> and rockabilly punk you know what i mean and like that's fine that's who they are you know what i mean right. um and like you know tim's kind of more like a new orleans blues guy at his heart right I think. I, oh I, yeah i mean you know are. than 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 anything else and so like, I just hope there's no, you know, like looking at the track list and uh, like so, there's some of these song ties. I'm like, oh God, that could be one of these acoustic. It could songs. be. I know. I was doing that too. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this? But that's true. I, 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 I had that thing of like, uh, but none but, of them you know, are actually like jumping out to me as, I mean, maybe live forever, but like none of these are like anywhere near honors all we know level. Right. Like, oof. You know what I mean? It's a road to righteousness. That doesn't sound great. Yeah, but with Tim, that could be anything. You know what I mean? Well, that's true. I don't know. New American, Mud, Blood, and Gold. Like, it feels like there's a political thing going on more than normal. You know, it feels like... Or maybe Mud, it, Blood, and Gold is about, like, the gold rush. Because they like... <laughs> yeah, you know what? It probably is. They, like... Tim is fully for gold, become, like... Back. I mean, he's fully become, like, historical book-reading grandpa. You know, and that's all his, like... Stuff I would, and I would love that. Frankly, I would love. I that. don't. I don't know I, if you're completely wrong. I bet. <laughs> I get more than one of these is oh. set pre 1940. Yeah, I mean I, Eddie uh, the Butcher alone makes me think. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking up who Eddie Eddie the Butcher is. So. Okay, New York okay. Monster. So there you go. Anyway, there you go. Uh, right. So the one thing is. If you look at the the only other thing I, I will I will say about it is, especially in small, it's a pretty god awful cover. Oh, it's terrible. Um, it's, it, I, yeah, it you, you know that all the promo shots that you're seeing on the news articles and stuff, uh, they I saw the largest post. It wasn't very long ago when they were in these outfits taking this photo shoot. Uh, it seems like this is sort of like they've been sitting on songs and they were like, this album has to happen. Come together. We're going to do the photo shoot. We're going to whip together some art. And I mean, like that, in terms of like how quickly they spun up the epitaph machine, like 
it seems like it was like somebody pulled the plug on this album and just said like we're doing this finally because i know they were recording two plus years ago you know but right. i know this art came together over the last month so you wonder if there was like other art and they couldn't agree or something um the one thing is when you look at the zoomed in version uh a real graphic designer did the timovision it has nuance to it oh. <laughs> Uh, it did, it's not just all sliders to the right, you know what I mean? In Photoshop, you know, right, and, uh, fair, fair, which is kind of amazing. <laughs> like that alone was kind of mind blowing to me. Uh, and then there's a little like promo video of them fake playing it in their studio. And, um, right. And it, at first I was like, ah, oh, it's just Timovision. Then I was like, wait, it's not. And they have like a credit for a guy that did the VFX. And it's like somebody took him saying, like, I wanted to look Xerox and Timovision. And it's like he it's like he relented and said somebody else gets to do the Timovision. And it's like actual nuanced, textured, you know, there's right. depth of color and, and gradients of, of the gray and you know, and like there's fake, you know, film grain and dust and stuff, which is I mean, right. uh, again, Whatever. cheesy effects, but like towards the thing he's trying to do it's like a nuanced well done you know not 720p version of it you know like uh it, i was like wow there's sort of some sort of letting go here well and that was you know we've talked about that with troublemaker and why we think it lands in a way yeah. the other ones don't it, i mean we weren't talking about like this aspect of it but it just there seemed to be a letting go of shit yeah. And that, and so, yeah, I think, I think this is maybe another example of that. Like, okay, we're going to like, let the, like, we, I don't need to like, like let the I'm Tim Armstrong. Intern. I don't need yeah. to fucking do this. Like, like let the person who's actually like skilled at it. And also the guy you pay to do this, right. let them do it. You know what I mean? Like, right. like just give them direction, delegate. You know what I mean? Like the control freak that Tim seems to kind of be, you know, like, uh, I don't know. Like it's just let them do it you know right and, uh, also something that gives me a weird amount of hope was it was seems like the album was mostly recorded at tim's studio not like they went to 10 studios and went to brett's studio and everything like brett helped produce it on some level i think he did mixing but i think a bunch of the tim engineers at tim's studio did most of this record which again yeah. i mean it like sounds calming. it sounds good other than the matt vocal sounds weird yeah that matt vocal has the problem of the last few years where their vocals sometimes just sit yeah. on top of the mix in a weird way yeah but like even the large one does a little bit in this song but yeah. like again just like generally like this sort of like look brett will come in he'll do his thing but like we're just gonna do this in our home base space like it probably is more produced by tim and lars and matt you know like like mm -hmm. themselves and their engineer guys who run their studio, their shipwreck studio, like his quote unquote studio, uh, it's probably their home group producing this a whole and engineering it a whole lot more than Brett at Skywalker Sound, like some of these other right. ones, you know what I mean? Right. Like, where they're taking eight different places and they're taking, you know, vocal takes completely separate from when they're doing, you know, like it feels like a little bit more homespun, which will give it that more. Right, it's a 2000 vibe, you know, which, which maybe apocryphally um, was a lot of live takes and, you know, like all these just, you know, it had that right. energy because it was all. Yeah. So you're like, oh, so like, again, fucking awful. I do like seeing the rancid in the black and yellow. Like, that's a nice little 
I thought that was cool, but then it's all... And then it's... Uh, it, yeah. it, they just were not giving any... They did a bunch of photo shoots, and then they put their faces on it, and they, like, gave up. Like, it's... Like, yeah. There's no, there's nothing really redeemable about the art. But so, June 2nd, June which 2nd. is very soon, in yeah. terms of... of uh, I mean, album cycles. I've got <clears throat> I've got albums scheduled out <laughs> very far out past that on my own label. So, June 2nd's <laughs> coming up... <laughs> terrifyingly soon we'll probably get one more track yeah i would think we would get another single sometime in may i would the question be yeah i would guess like two weeks before yeah something like that we'd get like the other one and probably the one that would be more of a less of a fan-centric single and more of like whatever is just the poppiest song um and then uh the question is, do we do an emergency pod for that? We'll have to talk about because then at some point it's becoming mundane and we'll have to just sort of. Yeah, I don't know because I feel like part of this a new album. I know, I don't know. I mean, part of this it's like not only a new song, but it was like a new album announced too. So it's like exactly two... so emergency made sense, right? Yeah. But... So I don't know if we would do it for the next single unless it's like fucking amazing or something, and like we yeah, have like a... then you'll know if we're like re- um... either we hate it or we love it. Then you'll know if we. I, mean, I don't know. When the album comes out, maybe we can tr- we can try to do some kind of like live stream or something. Live stream of it or something. Or or like, something. I don't know. That yeah. feels above my technical pay grade, but but I think we could do something like some sort of like. Yeah, I think we could do something, and then we could maybe have whatever the single was, be the track that we do on that Friday. Right, oh, like yeah, that yeah. would be a Friday. So like that week's. Thursday, album, the, the June first, yeah. yeah, could be if we have one more single, we could kind of time it out right. I it just depends on when they put out their stuff. You know what I mean? So, right, yeah, we'll have to just play that all by ear. And, and again, if it's like there may be a reason when we hear it, we feel like, yeah, we should do another really quick. Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah, yeah, good. we'll play by ear. Like we've never done this. We've never had a new right. album come out, and and yeah. it's funny we say that, but it's like it has been a year of fifty albums. Like it's like. 50 episodes but like uh yeah we'll, fr- we'll, yeah i mean it's what? it's weird yeah i don't know <laughs> uh it overall cautiously optimistic actually i was 100 ready to be like oh you yeah, did another honor is all i know so like it's not that it's also not let me go right like it's not right. but they've never done another let me go so like yeah. Okay. Fine. I mean that that's a pretty wide gulf between us. <laughs> exactly. So. The, that might be my most hated song and my most beloved song. So in certain ways. So right. like yes, it is neither end of the spectrum and it's probably, you know, closer to the 4.5 or 5 than anywhere else, you know, if on a 10 point spectrum if you really want to be weird about art, but like like yeah. It's not it has a fatal flaw. I think that's the biggest thing that's kind of a bummer about it is it's just got a yeah. fatal flaw. Yeah. I think completely if you agree. take, if you take that fatal flaw out, it's a remarkably solid track and I will take remarkably solid if the rest of the album is also kind of in that same 30 thing. years into their career, yeah. I will take remarkably. So, you know, I mean like you don't, you don't expect, you know, there's not a lot of artists who other than, you know, all-time greats yeah uh, you know i mean like dylan was doing really amazing stuff 30 years into his career but like tim armstrong isn't bob dylan in case anybody <laughs> was wondering <laughs> put that out there um but even you know even like a band like radiohead i feel like you know i feel like because i feel like their last album was one of their best albums and that's 
but they're again they're more the exception right exactly yeah. um and so yeah the be- I, I i mean i still if if it's as good as troublemaker like i'm not even looking for better than trouble if it's in the zone of troublemaker then i think my, my we'll be, total, i'll be very happy exactly my total win situation is as good but different you know, like a little bit of novelty yeah. of like that one was just really relaxed kind of rock and roll album. And if this one's a little more thrashy and like angry, but yeah. as good kind of on the, around the same level, I'll be like, man, we're like bad in a thousand. This is wonderful. You know, like right. this is the best thing that could happen to us. If we get a doom regulator album, that's super interesting. And we get that. And like, they go on tour and like, I mean, for us, that's like, <sighs> it's man, the that's Timisons. The, that's what it's I'm saying. Like, I think, I go back and listen to it, everybody, not just Brad, but like Tim sounds like a new man on this track. Yeah, he does. No, I mean, and it's, you know, I, I wonder if he'll give any, many interviews like, cause I'm I just want to know, I want to know what's going on. Like between this and doom regulator, it's like Tim seems to be in a good place. And that's, all we want but i want i also god it would be so great if there was some sort of catharsis you know what i mean like i I want him to sort of say i'm in a better place for these reasons or i yeah i've thought about things or i've you know like this i I want it i've been hanging out with jesse and he really made me see things and i didn't yeah yeah i know it's like (laughs) maybe owed to me although on some level it kind of is you know as somebody who like is a this kind of complicated fan you know what i mean like it would make doing this podcast and being a fan feel a lot better of like, Oh, self-awareness. That's all I kind of wanted yep. from you. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, but, um, it, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what, maybe there's, you that, know, but. um, remember the, the documentary thing for dominoes and like, I hope there's one for this record. Oh yeah, that would be so good. Because that, like, I can't. That album sucks, but I really enjoyed the documentary. I like, I enjoyed the documentary way more than I enjoyed the album. Oh yeah, and so totally. I would, I would love. And in that documentary, made me really wish I could like the. I liked the album because it was there was something about it. But, um, you know, I think that and that kind of ties in. Like, and we got to get out of here. But you know, thinking yeah. about the the Charlie XCX thing I was talking about, like, you know, you're part of like seeing seeing the way things happen and like learning the context and and their thought processes and what's going on and like that just enriches the whole thing for me at this point in my life so uh we'll see who knows we'll see yeah Yeah. the other again we just said we got to get off but um, (laughs) the thing that i kept waiting for was an announcement of a festival or a show very close to you or very close to me so we could fucking yeah, nothing so I far. Was like, I was like, man, I assumed there was going to be something in the Northwest, and we'd be like, well, let's buy you a ticket, and let's go. But, like, I don't know. Like, you would think most of their shows would be announced by this song, but, like, I don't know. Let's keep our eyes peeled, but there's yeah. not a lot close to either one of us, so. No, there isn't. So, you'd well, feel like the, this would be, like, the last chance, probably, <laughs> like, yeah. like, to see them. I don't know. It was kind of an unspoken thing in my mind. I was like, well, maybe if there's some, you know, thing at a gorge or something, we'll figure out a yeah. way to scrap. I mean, how far ticket. have they announced 
tour like it's uh, it's mostly just through june though and then there's a festival in september and october so you know there's still a lot of yeah next two months might be fruitful still well and most of this stuff honestly have they they all these dates are in europe that i'm looking seeing there's vegas next month there's more i mean there's four or five i, I don't see, know yeah i'm looking like at Sacramento their i'm looking at their vegas. website so it's like there's vegas in may and then a bunch of european dates in june does that have the kentucky one like yeah, the louisville one that one's in okay. september so okay. and then that's september 21st and october 8th in sacramento there's going to be a bunch of U.S. dates. There's going to be like a West Coasty thing, a couple of West Coast things announced, I would guess, around the time of the Sacramento thing, probably, right? Like, well, yeah, Sacramento for well, them is probably not very like tour. Yeah, but there might be. Who know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're going. They're going to tour. They're going to do a huge U.S. tour, and yeah, they might just like, do a tour like in the winter. You know what I mean? Like just do, or that. you know, built around September in Kentucky, and then they got to get to Sacramento by October eighth. And there's a whole oh yeah, then they're just going to go do a bunch of right. like big rooms like they did with Dropkick Murphys recently. Yeah, like, we just missed that one basically. Um, so there will be though. Them. Like just looking at this, it's they're yeah they're going to do some big US thing. You know they are. Um, yeah, you would think. So we'll, uh, speaking we'll of which, this Friday, Calvin and the fam we're going to see Interrupters and for his first thing. So nice. Tell you how that goes, but he's stoked. So. All right, I mean, we'll have to get we'll have to get an update and uh, we'll get an update next on week's this first like cheesy punk rock show. So awesome! Uh, <laughs> okay, All we right. gotta get out of here. Um, thanks uh, for listening, everybody. Yeah. Um, Rancid Pod, Twitter and Instagram, holler at us. Look at our link tree for our email and leave leave us a voicemail about how, what you think of the song. I want to know what everybody yeah, else thinks yeah. of this song. So get on our social media, get on our link tree, and all that and let us know and uh it's what is it tuesday so in two more days we will once again see you in the pit